Good morning and welcome back to Lovey's Adventures. As I'm sitting here by the nice warm fireplace, sitting with Milo, he's thinking out loud. He's like, Mom, you got home way too late last night. I probably got home about 11, finally took a hot shower, and then uh, hit the hay around midnight. But yesterday was absolutely an adventurous day, waiting for the magic to begin. Hi, Milo. And so, yesterday was my caving expedition day, my pre-scouting trip for an upcoming trip that's going to happen in February, middle of February, right after Valentine's Day. So I'm so excited about this second opportunity, more to come about that trip in the future. But for now, well, this was the pre-scouting trip for that one. I wanted to see how long the timeline was going to be. I wanted to see what gear we were going to need and how long it would take to explore all of the passage, both horizontal and vertical. And so we were able to, to do that yesterday. Well, good morning, Milo Moo. So I'm so grateful that this podcast, as Milo and I are sitting here waiting for our pot of coffee to brew in our Nescafe, <laughs> to drink our Nescafe, Milo's sitting on my lap right now, and he's like, hi, Mom, I missed you. I missed you, too. I know, I'm all bruised and beat up. <laughs> I have bruises down my arm, on my forehead, on my back, on my legs, but you know what? We're cavers. That is what we do. So today, around the world... <clears throat> You are all in for a real caving expedition treat, a podcast that is now international in 16 countries and growing daily. (coughs) Excuse me. So I want to give a special shout out to those 16 countries. Can you help me say thank you to the countries, Milo? We want to say thank you to the United States, Canada, South Korea, Switzerland, Australia, Egypt, Netherlands, Hong Kong, Russia, Germany, Venezuela, Myanmar, United Kingdom, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, and Indonesia. Thank you all so much around the world for tuning in to Lovey's Adventures. And yesterday was epic being underground. So join me today to all of the countries listening in. Grab your headlamps and go grab your cup of coffee because mine is almost ready. And let's adventure. Oh, the magic. Come on, Milo, let's go get the magic. Let's go make our cup of coffee. Come on. There's the whistle. Excuse me, my voice is a little scratchy this morning. There we go, our nice little red teapot. Hopefully the warm hot cup of coffee will I love my Nescafe. Simply delectable. Simply delicious. 
Every morning, I hope you can join me for a new podcast. We have some exciting trips planned for the upcoming future, some exciting adventures. Coffee cheers to you, all my friends around the world. It is because of you that this podcast is possible. So today's your lucky day because I love you every day and twice on Sundays. Thank you to the Nestle Corporation for making such a delectable cup of coffee. Greatly appreciate that. Milo, are you ready to adventure? Are you ready to share with the world what we did, what mommy did yesterday? Okay, let me set up my little table for my little coffee here. <clears throat> okay, you grab, I'm sitting by the fireplace. Come on, Milo, come up here, mommy. Have your nice cup of Nescafe. Drinking in my favorite cup, XOXO, that I got from Rio Doso. is delicious okay so let's go underground we descended an hour behind schedule and my mind was already racing it was as if it was my first time going underground the expedition the expedition team was eager to explore and so we did we dropped in one by one into the cave's main entrance a small seven to ten foot drop, only this time there were no ropes. I pondered, crawling in, but each of us took our turn. We dropped all of our gear, kept some at the main entrance for a vertical descent later that day. We were off. Amy led as I brought up the rear and we hit our first crawl, face to the floor, lights on, enjoying each turn inside the cave. I let Amy lead because we are both extremely experienced in this cave, and Amy is a great leader, and these were her friends. The lower we descended, the more excited we became, the newbies exploring every crevice they could find. It was a whole new world to them. The look on their faces, we could tell they were absorbing every inch of that cave. Our call out was 7 p.m., so... Amy led as I was watching her time at each turn. Descending is normally long, but ascending can take longer, crawling upwards. My heart was racing. The cave was cold, curious, yet comfortable. We were in our element. We are cavers. It is what we do. We cave, we adventure, we explore. We got to our first upper passage and we split the team in two as the upper passage only had one exit. So as one team routed above, another routed below and we merged together on the other side, completing our way to the shimmering water hole. Then had this amazing bend in the watering hole, our hands extended, feet extended, carting our bags along as we traverse the water and it is hard to traverse water because it was a pretty long passage and no one fell in I will tell you that planking every day helped shimmy this spot that's what helped all of us to be able to shimmy this spot and we had to not just do it once but we had to do it twice 
going in and coming out. We got to low we got to the lowest part of the cave in the Pat Water Passage by exactly 12.05 that day, which was about two hours exploring, hydrating, and snacking. The team wanted to go dark, and so we did. Together as a team, we sat there in dead silence, in quiet, in silence as a team. Amy up front, newbies in the center, and I at the rear. We shared stories and giggles and pondered ideas of how to enter the water passage next time on a unicorn floaty, which I thought was a perfect idea. Then we began our descent out of the wet passage. I led uh, led us out as Amy brought up the rear. We stopped. Someone got hurt because as our as our moving inside of our cave, although it's cold, sometimes you do get hot. So one of the newbies scraped his elbow pretty darn good. So I stopped in an instant, assessed and administered, had to administer first aid. First thing you do when that happens is you look over the wound to see if anything was broken. In this case, he had hit his elbow pretty darn hard, but it didn't look like it had been broken. <clears throat> but he did have a very bad scrape, so it disinfected the, the wound. And then I put a bandage on the wound. And then I gave Brian one of my elbow pads to hold his bandage in place and to keep from bleeding inside the cave and to also help support his elbow. So we, the team rested for a bit, rehydrated, and made it to the main entrance by 12.47 that afternoon. And yes, my heart was still racing and still watching the clock. Coming out was faster because we had already explored all of the passage going down. We regrouped up at the top, ate lunch at the main entrance. Our gear <clears throat> changed our gear and set up to go vertical. First, we had to make it through a corkscrew tight descent with all of our gear, and it was tight. Boy, was it tight. But one by one, we each made it through, each helping and supporting the group. An amazing team working together to get out alive. Amy helped set up for vertical, and down we went, down a 30-foot dark shaft inside of a cave to the abyss below. As a princess glow stick waited below to guide us down, which Amy gave me as a gift that morning, and I absolutely loved it. Thank you, Amy, that helped gauge how far down the traverse was going to be into the dark abyss as our princess glow stick was waiting for us at the bottom. It was my turn, and at the ledge, I took a deep breath as I tied the rope into my rack, and I slowly began to descend. Being guided by experts, I made it, but at midpoint, I remember stopping for a second, and I looked up and I thought, I can't believe I'm inside a cave and doing this. I'm literally going vertical. <clears throat> With all of my gear that was provided by On Rope One, I was mesmerized by the expedition. That experience absolutely took my breath away. We changed gear. proceeded down the crawl. We came to a point that needed ropes 
and the three of them being expert in rock climbing, I let Amy lead the, lead the team down. My limits were there. I knew my own strength, my own physical capabilities, and that was perfectly okay with me that day. I waited for the team to come back up, and we crawled back out to our vertical location to ascend, to ascend it upwards. And then it was my turn. And at that moment, it was my turn. Amy and I realized something was off about my gear. The ropes weren't how they were supposed to be. At that critical moment, as my heart was racing, we knew we would have to do a crawl climb up that vertical shaft. And as I glanced at my watch, we were almost close to 4 p.m. Not exactly where I wanted to be, so close to the call-out time, down a 30-foot shaft having to crawl climb out that day. Amy played on the ropes for a little bit. The team above ascended out with a check back in exactly one hour, which literally took Amy and I one hour to get out and rock climb our way above. It was plan B. But when you go gaming, you have to have a plan A, plan B, plan C, and sometimes plan D. So we had to abort that mission and go with plan B, which was the climb out. We worked together in tandem, grabbing her gear, climbing <clears throat> through wet rock, climbed, then a th- climbed up one, one ascend, then a second, then a third, and finally a fourth. The strength in my body had absolutely been drained, bruised, but our goal was to get to the main entrance by five. That was our team time before we had to go with plan C. We were so anxious to ascend, we kept pushing hard. Only this time our gear was twice as heavy as we ascended with our vertical gear. Our other bags were up top, so it made the vertical climb out even harder. So imagine for a moment having to do a vertical climb with twice the gear. Already exhausted and tired and bruised. And the walls were wet and slippery. And it was just the two of us. We had no time to spare. We were now at 5 p.m. pushing through. We saw the orange arrows as neither Amy or I uh, had ever been through the climb out before. So we were hoping we were going in the right direction. And we were. When we heard the voices of the other team, we knew we were okay. But it was an adrenaline rush climb. I have since learned from that experience what to do better next time. And, and what to do next time and how to do it better. And how to survive a climb out. We so we got gathered our gear during our final climb out of this final climb out. Only this time I tested the crawl out passage and we made it out together to the car at exactly 6 p.m. I was walking slowly in my mind, retracing the steps of that day, thinking how proud I was of my team that day and how God and his angels had been with us underground that whole day. I cannot explain to you right now how the crawl out and vertical climb, how all of that transpired, but by the grace of God, we made it. In that moment, wanting to vomit from a slight dehydration, I knew we were not alone. 
the team's climbing experience made for an epic, epic day, ending with pizza and soda pop and a long drive home. I did our call out exactly at 6 p.m. to Dave Decker and to my awesome, my awesome mentor, and also to Scott Christensen, my awesome vertical mentor, and a huge, huge thank you to the Sandia Grotto and Philip for letting us all of the gear that we used and needed to survive that day. Our team, <clears throat> our team went in together and we came out together and we officially dubbed this trip the Cliffhanger Expedition and I'm going to tell you why. As I began the first drop, my right hand in its glove began to slip. I could feel myself begin to fall. Brian immediately grabbed my arm and said, I won't let you go. I looked up at him and I realized that he had my arm and that I was going to fall. And he didn't, but it was right at that moment, hanging on a cave cliff entrance, being the cave expedition leader, and Brian saved my fall. Amy was holding from behind and I was able to drop in safely. If you could have felt the look on my face that moment, I knew that by the grace of God, the angels were going to be with us on that entire expedition. A huge, huge deal of gratitude goes to Amy Deans, Brian, and Danielle for making this this the cliffhanger expedition of a lifetime. With all of my love, lovey. Thank you.